Thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Today we're going to hear about the fall of the petrodollar and what that actually means to us. Stan Johnson, along with Terry Saka of Cornerstone Asset and Metals, talks about the financial world and why we're in trouble. We've talked on here before about the fall of the dollar, and Stan is going to recap some of those prophecies that we've had on here before about the fall of the dollar. And I think God has given us ample time to prepare. And it seems as though that time is running out. And Terry Saki is going to cover some of the financial things that are going on in the world that you won't hear on your mainstream media that we all need to hear. So here now is Terry Saki along with Stan Johnson talking about the fall of the petrodollar and the rise of the petro yuan. Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got Terry Saka on today as my guest. So Terry Saka, welcome to the Prophecy Club. Thank you, Stan. Glad to be here. We have covered this many times. So I'm not going to read every word of this. You can pause and read it if you want to. But essentially, back in 2010, Pastor Shane Warren spoke and made a DVD on this in 2012. And essentially, he was shown a vision that there's going to be a financial storm. That's what this is really talking about. Following the financial storm, there would be an earthquake down the Madrid Fault. But... Here's the point today. What will cause the financial storm, what will cause the drop of the dollar is when they start selling oil in another currency. That is now in the process of happening. This article says, King Salman, President Iran, come to Riyadh and let's find out. Let's find out what we can do to kill America is basically the rest of the sentence they didn't say. China, Russia end the petrodollar and bring cosmopolitan changes. Now. This is, this was told to us back in 2010. So here it is 13 years later. We now see the death of the dollar in progress. Then the next article says, Putin and Xi Jinping make a deal to kill the petrodollar. The yuan is going to be the new global reserve currency, replacing the dollar, the petrodollar, and making it the petro yuan. So it started. What was told us 13 years ago is now happening. After a marathon discussion with the president of China, Xi Jinping agreed to adopt the yuan as Russia's commercial transactions with third countries by creating an economic zone that will trade in yuan. Hope you're listening. Russia has agreed to convert the Chinese currency yuan into a reserve currency through which energy purchase and sale arrangements will be made. Exactly what Shane Warren was told 13 years ago. But they say right now changes are taking place that haven't happened in a hundred years, and they are correct. So it's saying the U.S. hegemony, in other words, the U.S. ruling the world, is crumbling. Arab prices, black gold, and yuan 
exactly what Shane was told right here. We've been reading this for a number of years. So now here we are. Terry Saka, tell us, is the dollar in the process of dying? Uh, oh, it absolutely is in the process of dying, but it is a franchise. It's a very powerful entity, the U.S. dollar. But what we're dealing with now that we put the massive sanctions on Russia, we showed the world that the U.S. is not trustworthy, worthy, that if you don't do what we tell you, we can take all your money in the reserve system. And now that Saudi Arabia has stood up at Davos and said that they will accept other currencies, the petrodollar is done. Now, they're saying the petrodollar doesn't matter anymore. That's just not true because every country needed dollars to buy oil and energy so they would store up not only dollars in reserve, but U.S. treasuries. Now, there's 100 countries lining up saying, we're not interested in storing dollars anymore in U.S. treasuries. And what does that do to us? And now, more importantly, as we're seeing the banks, now, I, have, I take a little slight to some of the people out there, especially in the Christian world, saying, don't worry about it. Your banks are fine. You shouldn't be concerned. That's just not true. Now, we're on the verge right now of a hyperinflation scenario if they do not manage this. Because they're now studying here in the United States ways to, now listen to this, ways to guarantee all bank deposits if the crisis grows. Well, number one, the crisis is definitely going to grow, but they want to guarantee all bank deposits. Now, this is unacceptable. We're talking trillions upon trillions of dollars that are in the banking system. So how all this started, so a lot of people can put in context, the federal government, well, really the FDIC, only had about $128 billion in the insurance fund. They gave Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank $143 billion. It has no more money for bailouts. So where did the extra 15, 16 billion come from? See, Signature Valley Bank that happened in California, this is an atrocity. These were billionaire hedge fund uh, venture capitalists, a lot of Chinese communist money. These, this bank should never have been bailed out ever. They were woke. They were no good for, in many, many ways. And yet we bailed that out with Signature Bank. Same scenario. These were people that had Obama and Clinton type of donors sitting on the board. That ought to tell you how political this was. So they drained the FDIC insurance fund. So the reason we bring up the hyperinflation scenario, if the US government is going to start bailing out all the banks, then mind you, there were people in these banks that absolutely got nothing. Just like Credit Suisse, there's a big problem with Credit Suisse in the bailout, $17 billion where the bondholders got zero. So there's bail-ins already happening and they're talking about bailing out. If we start bailing out banks in the tune of trillions, this is going to create not only inflation, but hyperinflation at a time when half the world's countries are moving away from the dollar. That is the very definition, if we study history, why nations get into deep trouble. So the Swiss government actually comes out they actually changed the law. 
in the middle of the game, eliminating now, mind you, so for all these people who think, you know, bank shares and things are safe, they eliminated shareholder rights in UBS purchase of Credit Suisse. Now to the point, UBS is not even certain they're going to bail out Credit Suisse. And if there's no bailout to Credit Suisse, there is a serious domino effect that's going to go through Europe. And mind you, Credit Suisse uh, stand is just one of many. There's already another 50 banks in the United States and counting that are in deep trouble. Mind you, these are fractional reserve banks. So if they have 14 trillion in deposits on U.S. banks right now, they maybe have 1.4 trillion in cash available. So that's why if you show up, if everybody showed up at the same time, banks don't have your money. Now you're an unsecured creditor and you're supposed to be in the back of the line to get paid back. And now they say they're going to bail out everyone. We don't have the money to bail out everyone. We can't just start trillions and multi-trillion dollar in bailouts. It's not going to happen. You see, the global banking system, it's going into truly unchartered territory. They're making up the rules as they go. The Dodd-Frank law, I don't know what happened to the republic where we're living in in the United States. We were a rule of law. Dodd-Frank made it clear about no bailouts and bail-ins were going to be the case. Now they're doing bailouts and bail-ins. Okay, so this is a very tough situation for the central bankers. Okay, so the bail-in would appear like this. Probably like on a Friday evening, they do the bail-in. No one hears about it. Monday morning, we go to check our account. And all of a sudden, if we had $1,000 in there, and it's, uh, say, the bail-in is 30%, which is what three or four of the profits say. So all of a sudden, instead of 1000 in the account, now we have 700 then we go to buy our gasoline and instead of say $3.80, $3.80 per gallon, now it's 30% more. Right. So a bail-in wouldn't just cost us 30%, it would also cost us 30% more on everything we buy. So really we got 60% less for our money. Did I understand that correct? Well, because of the inflation, absolutely, Stan. And now they're trying to always say, oh, don't worry about it. We have the FDIC insurance. Yeah, right. FDIC insurance is run out of all of its money. So now it's all coming from the U.S. taxpayers. So this is where the scenario gets very ugly. And here's what we're faced with, Stan. Central bankers right now around the world, they've got two choices. A greater depression or a Weimar Republic, Weimar Germany, where the currencies just go to nothing. And then it goes to this. I remember many people may remember this. Yeah. Right? That's standing on world currencies. This is a phoenix, rebirthing of death. And in the middle is a gold medallion that had a digital currency on it. Now, what's interesting, this is a 1988 article of The Economist, ran by the world elite. And the title was, Get Ready for a World Currency. So this is, the, we're experiencing right now the beginning stages of burning of many of the global currencies and they're going to be in deep trouble. So I understand how people think the dollar is strong. I hear financial guys, oh, we're a franchise, we'll be around for 20 years. But they're not taking consideration 
of Russia and China and what you just read. Because since Biden put sanctions on Russia, it destroyed the banking system, not just in the United States, but globally. These sanctions were very serious and they are backfiring. Not just the sanctions, the war is backfiring. And that's why you're seeing the West, like England's getting ready to send dirty bombs, which is unbelievably illegal. That's war. That's it's war. war. And not only that, it's, it's so escalating. And you now have China. They finally have said it. China will officially join because China's done. Mind you, they laid out and said to America, that speech was phenomenal that they gave a few weeks ago. They laid out and told America, you know, you've been around 250 years and you're the one who's been at war for 236 of those years. You're the one destabilizing governments, bombing people, killing people. You're the one in the middle of this. And China warned America. I've never heard, Stan, anybody talk to America in my time. And here they're saying it. So now China has officially joined Iran and Russia to arm Russia. Yeah. They're now agreeing. And here the United States said, don't you dare. And China's like, yeah, okay. They're now agreeing to arm Russia. If Kyiv does not, if Ukraine does not accept the Chinese peace plan, China and Iran and other nations are jumping in to arm Russia and you got the West arming Ukraine. This is definitely setting up for world war. We're, we're seeing a lot more steps toward a big world war. I understand Finland is now saying that in the next two weeks, they're going to join NATO. Russia has already said, that's a red line. You do that and we're gonna attack. And well, it's because of weapons. They just, bottom line is, you're not going to allow weapons on their border. People have to understand the last person who invaded Russia and killed, killed tens of millions of them were Germans. These are Western Germans. And then it was the French before that. They don't trust us. So now you got the Chinese president, Xi Jinping. He's now invited Putin to Beijing. They're now having serious support and warning China will stand guard. Russia and China are standing together to stand guard over the new world order that they are going to dictate. And mind you, 60% of the world is on the Russian Chinese side, not just population, but in financial. So here we are sending another 350 million to Ukraine and now 14 billion from the IMF. We're on the brink of financial collapse ourselves in the United States, not just our banking system, but our government is insolvent. We'll be right back with more of this very important broadcast right after this. Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's the Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube.
We return now with Stan Johnson and Terry Saka talking about the fall of the petrodollar. About a year, maybe a year and a half ago, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, get any money out of the bank you don't want to lose. And so, I, you know, you, you can't get it all out. You got to leave some to clear checks and things like that. It sounds like we're getting close. He said that the time would come. The time would come when if you don't want to lose it, get it out. So, yeah. Well, read at this moment, Stan, put it this way. Read at this moment, technically, now I mean technically, the FDIC is there to bail out these banks, but they don't have any more money. They already spent all the money they had in the insurance fund. So now the U.S. government is now saying we will bail out anybody who has problems. Well, and they keep raising the interest rates, which they have to. If they don't raise interest rates, we're going to have hyperinflation. They are in such a catch-22. They're basically, they're going to be done if they do and done if they don't. can't do it. They can't. They can't but yet, we're, they have no choice. We have this inflation and it's not temporary. We have to understand that the reason we're experiencing these prices is because they printed so much currency, U.S. dollar, that it doesn't buy us anything anymore. And so going forward, they're going to print trillions more to bail out the banks. Can you imagine how the inflation on food and clothing will continue well, to rise? What you say is that there's going to be unbelievable inflation. Yeah, it has no choice. And so, you know, granted, gold is already at its all-time high. It's bumping right up to the all-time high. Silver is the only commodity that hasn't moved because of the manipulation, the corrupt manipulation of the banking system on it. But it definitely is going to have its day. And when silver runs to its high and goes beyond 50, people will understand. But they will get out of the way because there's only about 30 million ounces of silver in the COMEX registered right now. And that's not a lot of physical silver. So as gold is getting ready to surpass its all-time high, they're saying initially we'll probably see gold around 2,300 to 2,600. Silver will absolutely start challenging and running towards their high of 50 and beyond. Only because they're continuing to print currency, which will cause us to spend more and more on food and supplies. Because I know, Stan, you and my, I am even stunned at the cost of things. Yeah. I can't believe how expensive certain things are that I'm going to buy. And I'm like, whoa, we've got to start, you know, checkmating. And they think if they destroy the economy enough, they can bring inflation down. The problem is the dollar is not buying us the same. This has been printed way too much. Yeah. We need a new currency. And that's why many think this is being done by design so we can blame it on the war or blame it on whomever that the dollar is done and we need this new digital currency. Well, obviously, we don't want a digital currency because they will be able to tell you what you can and cannot buy and they will, we will be slaves. So obviously, we have to say no to the digital dollar. Well, three different prophecies say that people are going to be bartering. And I can understand why, because at that point, why the dollar is not going to be worth as much. So we need to hedge away from that while this forest fire is raging until we can see how we resolve this. Now, the best solution 
will be to end the war in Ukraine, stop immediately, give Russia guarantees, join the China peace plan, and get back into a stable global economy. The problem is the Pandora box has been opened, Stan, and I don't think that's possible anymore. The United States has to win this war against Russia or the dollar collapses, which I think is happening anyway. Okay, and now you have China and Russia given basically assurances when they were not this close of an ally. We have forced China and Russia together along with Saudi Arabia, Iran, and India, and others to form an alliance to start using Petro One backed by gold. Right. They're going to start doing commodity-backed currencies. The West, especially Europe, is in so much trouble, and they're distracting us right now. But this is just the beginning of what is in front of us and why we better be cautious about we, how we approach our wealth. Okay, let me ask you this. There's a big question out there. Somebody emailed me the other day and they said, okay, so well, should I buy silver eagles or should I go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com and just get just the silver rounds? And my thinking is this. The silver eagles cost a whole lot more, but it's still a silver. A lot more, yeah. At the end of the day, uh, when you pull up someplace, they're going to recognize silver. And so... To me, just getting a silver round is a better solution than getting the more expensive uh, silver coin. Your comment on that? Well, absolutely, because silver is silver at the end of the day. 99.9% .9 pure silver is pure silver. It's all going to get melted down anyway. So what? why spend money, number one, excessive amount more for the government eagle? Number two, it's pagan. It is, has so much luciferian paganism on that coin why not go with a properly spiritually charged coin like the cornerstone crown if you want the, the eagle cornerstone would sell the eagle that's not the problem but why spend more money this at this point in history it's more important to get as many ounces as you can and just be secure we need cash obviously so have some cash in a fireproof safe but the point is we need to be diversifying a lot more, especially in retirement accounts. When you see the banking system start to unravel, that stock market's not gonna stay up forever. We are definitely on the beginning stages of this thing finally rolling over. And I believe, Stan, most people are so burned out at this kind of conversation. The problem is we're now entering to the front lines. So we've been prepping and prepping and prepping for the situation. And I think a lot of people are like, well, forget it, it's never happened. But right. now we're on the front lines. We will find out in the next three to six months yeah. a lot more than what's going on right now. And let alone if they start sending dirty bombs into Ukraine, watch how that escalates. Okay, now another question. I understand that you are unique in the silver that you sell because yes, you can get the coins from other people, but you also get silver beads tell us about that well we're we're involved in the refining and minting side so we're not brokers we're actually in the manufacturing process so we actually get silver grain we buy silver refined at the purest form and then it's made and extruded and then it's cut into blanks and created into the coin and so we actually go through the process of actually creating it and that gets I stay away from a lot of these government coins there's for many reasons not just price but 
I just would stay away from them right now because if it's a government coin, that's what they could actually say, hey, turn in. But something that's First Amendment protected because it's a Judeo-Christian coin, they might as well blow up the Constitution, which I know they're trying to do before they can get that one. Okay, well, does Cornerstone offer a better price for the silver? We're, we're probably the most competitive in the whole entire market. Right now, I would say we're probably near the lowest price. We should be raising our prices, to be honest. But, you know, a lot of people were losing a lot of money, so they're raising prices faster. We're just not. So as far as competitive, we're probably some of the best pricing in the industry right now for it comes to silver. Gold is very competitive. It's across the board the same. But prices are high and the premiums are high. So people look at the computer and they see $23 silver, but that's not what you're buying it for. Right now, the average price is around 28 to 29. I think we're in the 27s right now, close to 28. So we're much better. But the point is this thing's changing every day. The supply changes. They're struggling out there. I noticed going into portals for supply, all, all of a sudden there's a lot of suppliers that are now dry. And, and so it's like, uh-oh, you know, we, we need to understand that once people wake up and realize maybe it's a good idea to get diversified, they're going to find out. And not only is it going to be a lot more costly, but they're going to be competing for the same ounce. And it's going to get very competitive because the big guys are picking up severe amount of physical, even hedge funds. Like someone in Texas where you're at, it was a lady, I believe, she bought just under $1 billion of physical silver. Now these are smart people. So, you know, I take note to people that are saying, well, you're preying on vulnerable, you're creating fear. Um, no, we're not. What we're doing is telling you what's going on out there. There are very sophisticated, educated people who are positioning themselves in this. So it's, it has nothing to do with more than just being a watchman saying, here's what's going on. And this is a pretty good idea if you want to be diversified. Okay, uh, let me ask you a question. Okay, so when they, when they call up, uh, you could get them a better price. And one of the things that surprised me the last time I went and got some gold and silver from you, uh, you, you said, well, you can give me a check right on the phone. <laughs> I just read off the numbers off of a check and boom, the stuff arrived in a few days later. Well, so, they have, we have scanners now. That's one thing that's changing in the banking system is they have, we have scanners. So we can do checks right over the phone, goes right into the bank, scans right into the bank. And then it's just a matter of what product you're buying. There could be delays. It could take a, up to a week, two weeks, few weeks, depending on what you're buying. Um, but once you actually place the order, you own the material, you own it. So it's just a matter of going through the cycle uh, to get directly to you. But a lot of them are in the IRAs. People are protecting their IRAs right now. They recognize that we're near a top. We better be careful. And so the physical silver goes into a depository controlled by the custodian. And so they actually own the real physical and be cautious because a lot of financial advisors and, and brokerages are like, oh yeah, we'll get you gold and silver, but it's only paper. You do not want paper because if it really hits the fan, you want to be able to put your hands on it. And even in your IRA at the end of the day, you can have that physical silver or gold shipped to your home and deal with the taxes the following year. So the point is, it's a real asset that you can put your hand on if you need to. 
the paper world, like in the stock market, you cannot. They're not being very honest about it, these advisors, but they don't want the money leaving the banks and they don't want the money leaving the brokerages because of what we just talked about. A lot of these banks are in deep trouble and wait until you see what's coming. There's gonna be a lot more coming. Well, Terry, you are just a wealth of knowledge. I need to get you on more often. I say that every time, but you're a busy guy. But anyway, to our folks out there, first of all, Terry, yes, thank you for being on Prophecy Club. How do they get a hold of you, Terry? Well, you go to our website at cornerstoneassetmetals.com, register for information. They can always call directly, 888-747-3309. They can talk to a representative. We, you know it is. We're, we're all on fire. We're all in this together. A lot of us went to Bible school together. We're serious about being serious about this. And if anything, we can give you advice and ask, answer questions to your concerns. Because a lot of people, stand, they just don't understand how silver and gold work. But I can tell you simply is this. People are holding this. This used to be exchanged for physical silver. So instead of holding this, you want to hold the physical silver and gold in your possession or in your IRA because the dollar is going to continue to lose buying power and value. And in translation, gold and silver go up. You can always sell it easily and you can translate it easily back into currency. Yeah, there you go. Harry, once again, thank you for being on property. God bless you, Stan. God bless everyone. Be, please be aware. Thank you. Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us on our new video channel called Encounters from Beyond the Veil. It's the same exciting content as our audio podcast, but in a shorter, but yet a video format. Also, please subscribe so you won't miss any of our episodes. That's Encounters from Beyond the Veil, exclusively found on YouTube. Well, thanks again for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Any comments or suggestions you may have you can send to the Watchman on the Wall 2020 at gmail.com. We encourage you to subscribe so you'll always be notified of our future episodes. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast.